In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... A lot of them aren't even pretending to be in charge. Remove him from office. No Cast a vote that will make you proud. The Betches Sup Podcast. Will you Who shut up, man? Listen. Hello and welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And if you're just tuning in to the Betches Sup Podcast, <laughs> this is your daily rundown of all the craziest shit going on in the news brought to you by your three funniest friends. Which is this? Ah! Ah! <laughs> I don't know how to react. I am drinking vodka out of my cup of Joe Joe Biden mug by Betches. Oh, that's um, a good idea. The whole Betches Sup shop is actually 25% off today. Oh my goodness. Wow. What a deal. You know, what a deal. Say, the vodka tastes sweeter than ever. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's a beautiful day. It's a really, really really beautiful day. So let's just get into it. Mm -hmm. Most of this podcast, this is the sparsest outline I've ever had. We're just going to (laughs) react. And I still feel like I haven't really processed everything going on. So I'm excited to like listen to some of these clips again and over and over and over again. Well, I will say it comes happening. in waves. It's still it happening. But I'm like, I, it's like, it's, it's, it's like after the election too, where it's like, okay. Oh my God. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. It's also a totally different experience when you, all three of us today were working through the whole thing, tweeting mm-hmm. or making videos or making content. So it's, it's much harder to process it and it's all kind of a blur. I always make sure to yeah. like go back and really try to process it afterwards. Mm. For sure. What happened? At noon today, President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris were inaugurated. Former federal employee Donald Trump departed his free accommodations with little ceremony to Mar-a-Lago, where he will hopefully live out the remainder of his years. He sounds like a bad dog. Honestly, or maybe he could live out the remainder of his years in a penitentiary <laughs> or like somewhere hope, or maybe maybe it's like more like the remainder of his time i don't want to put multiple years on there <laughs> the remainder of his yeah. free years his free, yeah. yes if those multiple amount to multiple years his free months his free weeks maybe yeah we'll mm-hmm. see how quick shit gets moving He did so after issuing a flurry of pardons that we will definitely talk about tomorrow, but today we're just going to talk about the new administration. First, let's continue discussing watching Donald Trump fuck off to Florida. (laughs) Uh, It was amazing. It was so amazing. And it was such an amazing way to wake up. I also just couldn't believe that like Donald Trump woke up that early. I don't know. I woke up. Yeah, that's what I woke up to. How how did we sleep? I slept like trash. Did you guys sleep well? I took a Xanax. So, and I had like a bottle of, I split up, I split a bottle of Prosecco, had a Xanax and was like, peace. (laughs) Yeah, I slept well. I woke up, put it right on. I was just so thrilled at how truly small and pathetic and sad he looked and like, I've been reading reports last night that he, they were starting to say, like, you can bring five friends 
to the <laughs> event. Like literally they were offering to let you bring five people because no one wanted to go to this shit. Everyone was already hanging out with Joe. It just, it was like perfect because he looked so small and he was so diminished and so absurd. Do you think like the White House, cause like the White House staff remains the same. Like the people like who like run the facilities, et cetera. They, they usually transition from administration to administration. I wonder if like the staff have been like sort of like quietly fucking with him or like, cause I think about like what I would be doing. I can only imagine, like, to be that person who has just worked in, like, I don't know, like, one of the offices for, like, 25 years, and you've seen a million presidents. Like, the chaos and absurdity that you mm-hmm. must have witnessed. Yeah. I mean, so, him, the, that shot of the helicopter, I think you, I think Sup actually posted was what I woke up to this morning. And that, honestly, was a big wait, because I was like, oh! <gasps> He's not there. Totally. I the same. I was like, oh my God, he's not, he's not going to be there. And he's uh, never like, going back. Like, I'm like, like, so like, like, we'll probably like mention that the fact that he's like, wasn't at the inauguration, Trump. Yeah. Like, he's like one of the first presidents in modern history who like, uh, uh, except for like health reasons, was not present at an inauguration. And I'm like, good fucking riddance, man. Like, Oh, 100%. I am so glad that we did not have to look at him. It would have ruined it. from him. Or, and we didn't have to watch Joe Biden be like, I thank Donald for what his kindness today. Like, I'm so glad that he made himself irrelevant. And the most powerful part of his leaving was to watch the attention of the nation turn away from him. Like, to mm-hmm. watch him fly away and be like, and now to this other guy it felt so fucking good me too uh, totally because even today it's like in trump world it's still a, a big day he now yeah, landed in mar-a-lago and like they have stuff going on but, like i don't give a shit i haven't followed up i haven't seen one person even clown on him Uh-oh. tweeting about it nobody's looking nobody i, I did see that melania had an insane outfit change did you guys see that <laughs> no i, I no. didn't even see melania's insane outfit change oh she had a very florida outfit change <laughs> I believe, unless that was a meme. It was a Hawaiian shirt, flip-flops, khakis. <laughs> um, oh. No, I don't know. But I was, I, I like, um, yeah, I mean, it would honestly probably would have been a bigger fuck you from Trump if he had went. <laughs> like, he could have taken out all the air. I know. I know. He could have remained relevant for so much longer. He's so stupid because... Everyone would have had to pay attention to him and everyone would have had to be like Mr. President and everyone, they would have played a big song for him and everyone would have clapped for him and all the people who are mean to him would have to be nice to him for the day. And it's actually what he's like, it's something he would have fucking loved, but he's so emotionally small and petty, he couldn't even go do it. So instead he's just irrelevant in Florida. I also love that it kind of even further inflated the significance of the vice new vice president's role because pence did go so they were able to have that departure moment that i think usually yeah. i'm not sure if usually that's a moment with the outgoing and incoming presidents or if they do it for both um but obviously today it was the only thing we saw and it really yeah. i mean today was kamala's day yeah <laughs> Which, i mean listen joe did great on his speech and we'll talk about it but- <laughs> kamala but- did, i love that so cute joe did great at his speech he did do fantastic. It was a great speech. He did great yeah. at his speech, and he's very—he's got great energy. But 
He made the second best speech of the day after Amanda Gorman. <laughs> well, oh yeah, I can't even begin to talk about it. The benedictions were amazing too. As I was watching it, felt I tweeted, it felt like a vow renewal with America. Like we just, we've been through some shit and we made it through and we got to reaffirm mm-hmm. our values and our connection to one another. Yeah. And that's what it, and, that's what it felt You know, like. and any event that has Lady Gaga at it, sign me up. Did you see the picture of Lady? I saw pictures of Lady Gaga and J Lo like greeting each other. <laughs> Could you imagine? Funny that? seeing you here. Yeah. It it really feels like two um two queens like in a sci fi <laughs> when they're like ah the witch of the west. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like to each oh other. my god! I think what I think something like this is so unimportant, but it was really gonna stick with me. Um, is J Lo's "Let's Get Loud" moment in the oh. middle of America? <laughs> Whatever, this land is your land. Like, Danny what? and I were screaming. I was screaming to put your own song in to do a mashup. First of all, and then to add your own song to the mashup. That's queen shit. That's I mean, really. Something. It was amazing. I don't know if I've listened to enough of J Lo's library, but I did not recognize. Her voice. But let's loud. get loud. That part let's I did. But the rest of it happened. That was that's obviously her signature. That was iconic. That was like, awesome. And she's like, <laughs> <It's> amazing. <laughs> you're like, like, um, this land is your land, and I'm Jenny from the block. <laughs> and like, then she starts speaking in Spanish. There's a part of um, I can't remember what network. I think it might be all of them, where whoever was running the the captions just did not know what to do, and they just captioned it speaks in a foreign language. <laughs> couldn't even say Spanish. <laughs> couldn't even say she's speaking Spanish. Did I love, I'm, speak Spanish. Not even Beyonce added her own song <laughs> to the song <laughs> during the inauguration. It was that was powerful. That was fucking that, wild. That was powerful. I oh, think yeah. Lady Gaga was sitting there. That. I bet Lady Gaga was sitting there being like, damn, I should have been like, rah. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she starts the thing like, um, like rah, rah. Oh, it's on. Okay, good. And then rah, goes that would it. have been a more natural part of the national anthem than Let's Get Loud was. Of- yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like America she could have more naturally gotten, in, gotten into the raw. That just Uh-oh. seems like a, like a run that you would see. The national anthem is the hardest shit to sing. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, American Fever Dream listeners, I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Because now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone for any occasion. And it's easy. You just tap or click Gift Mode in your Etsy app or Etsy.com and then answer a few questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you a curated gift idea list based on hundreds of personas. Now it is simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of my favorite things to do are go to Etsy gift mode and then search absurd things like what kind of gifts do you have with Walter Cronkite on them? What kind of gifts do you have for dachshund owners? There's jewelry, ceramic, toys, board games, all kinds of fun stuff. A gifting moment is always right around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. 
Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. They also have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. So around 8.30 a.m., like we said, we woke up to Donald Trump departing the White House. We talked about, I was just very, it was so crazy to wake up and just how quick it all happened. No anticipation, just good morning, hello. Uh, Trump reportedly, so like most 77-year-old men, the only dramatic times they leave their homes are to go to the hospital or to go to Florida. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be there indefinitely. Trump reportedly maintained one tradition of the presidential transition. Evidently, he did write a letter to incoming President Joe Biden. I would give anything to read this. I think if Biden auctioned this letter off, that Trump wrote, we could cancel student loan debt. It reminds me of like Martin Screlly buying the Wu-Tang album, but times a, a million. What do we think yeah. it said? I think it literally says something completely benign, like, hey, Joe, have a good one. MAGA, <laughs> bye. Like, I don't, I think it probably says something. <laughs> it probably says like, keep America great. It's like hack ass literally. or hags. Yes. Or something. It says kick ass this summer. Yeah. <laughs> Have a great summer. Have a kick ass summer. Yeah. I'll find those seven eleven thousand seven hundred eighty yeah. votes. Just you wait. He doesn't or, know how to write out eleven thousand seven hundred and eighty. He, he just wrote it out the words. <laughs> so I'm thinking maybe he like drew a picture. He like traced his hand and then put like a, a you know like a turkey on it. Yeah, it's that S. That people used to draw in middle school, the yeah, like the pointy ass. <laughs> it's probably Ivanka left it, and then the first time Trump heard about it was this morning. He was like, "No, I fucking didn't." Yeah. Uh, so after departing the White House, Trump addressed a small group of supporters, including a teary-eyed Ivanka Trump and Kimberly Guilfoyle at Joint Base Andrews. He told them, "So just a goodbye. We love you. We will be back in some form. I'm not going to play any trips of Donald Trump today." Um, I had no idea he was so Buddhist. We will be back in some form is the scariest (laughs) thing he could have said. I was like, what the fuck? That, I said this in the newsletter, but that's literally what a, um, like an evil scientist says before being frozen for a century. He's like, all right, we'll be back in some form. And then like goes underground. (laughs) And then the sequel, he comes back and he has an extra arm and some weird power. He's a robot. Yeah, or he's on the back of Quirrell's head. Yeah. Like, ah, oh my God, he's back, fuck. He's going to freeze himself and then we'll unfreeze him in 50 years and like turns out he had COVID when we froze him and he just brings it back. 
<laughs> I I um like love looking at the pictures of the kids. Like I sad. Love it. <laughs> I love it. It's amazing. I know like I mean it I I also just like it's love looking care. at all of them because they're just a train wreck to begin with like even without like any emotion behind them like uh this is Elise's joke oh, she makes it all the time but if you're going to be rich you have to be attractive. Like you, if you're gonna pay to right. be like rich, if you're gonna like pay be like you, you know what I mean. I love like yeah, do- I yeah. don't know, but then you look at like also they like Ivanka's like face. Yeah, they look like you shit. You can find like, a way to them. be attractive if you're rich. Like it's yes, it's, it's fine. That's the thing. Is that Just get you, Kelly Leffler hair and fine. Yeah, you you have the money to buy a new face and put it on your face. You could buy new hair. You could buy new teeth. So for Don Junior's hair and teeth to look the way they do. <laughs> hmm. But and I also noticed I noticed about Ivanka is that like you don't see her make very many facial expressions because like that's like her thing, but also she has an immense amount of Botox. I'm sure. And I don't think that I've seen someone with that amount of Botox like naturally to like show that much emotion just because I don't know that many people with that much Botox. (laughs) And I was like, that is a it looks like it hurt. The only like, way you knew she was crying is because water was coming out of her yes. eyes. Yeah. Her facial expression did not change. <laughs> get Botox. Changed. I'm not shaming anyone for getting Botox, but I was just like... It was kind wow. of honestly like Joe Biden yesterday when he started crying in his speech, he just suddenly was streaming tears and his yeah. face didn't... It's like he and Ivanka have the same crying style. Probably because Joe cries mm-hmm. all the time. He just like mm-hmm. learns to just... Yeah. Also, Joe might also have a little bit of that. Joe talk. might also... I'm just, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, totally. <laughs> Man's had to be on television for a long time. That there's no shame in it. It would not be the craziest thing I've ever. Comparing the inauguration pictures, they look amazing. They look amazing, and I dare say neither of them have aged much. But Joe has aged even less than Jill. (laughs) Everyone looks extremely good at the inauguration. Okay, so that's that's literally my next line: is that everybody, all the faves, turned the fuck out. It was incredible, mm-hmm. and it just made it all the better that Trump was not there, so they're the only thing we had to look at. The band was all back. Everybody looked amazing. Michelle Obama looked amazing. Hillary had these, like, long golden locks. She looked amazing. Kamala and Michelle were wearing purple, or maybe mm-hmm. it was, like, a royal bright purplish blue. Um, Hillary also had a purple yes. scarf, so I think that there was, like, a red and blue purple moment. I feel yeah. like the girls all got on a text, and they were like, we're doing purple. Yeah, mm-hmm. do, like do what you want with it, but we're doing purple, <laughs> <laughs> and that they did, that they did, and they and they all did, and they brought it. Bernard, who knew that he would come with the <gasps> meme of the day? I mean, if you had asked me yesterday who's going to come with the meme of the inauguration, I'll tell you, I I was not going to say Bernard Sanders. Mm-hmm. Bernie rolling up with uh, just holding loose papers. Uh, <laughs> mittens on in the same uh, windbreaker he wore for the whole campaign. Loved it. The man, the man stays consistent. Liz had her puffy jacket too, Liz Warren. Um, she was wearing you know, a Planned Parenthood scarf too. Yeah, they live in New England. They know, they know what they cold know. is, and they know, they know how to deal with it. So yeah, Bernie, <laughs> Bernie was just like, I changed pants in the car. And like, <laughs> <laughs> shut up. <laughs> traffic was unbelievable. <laughs> just like, what? <laughs> I know. He's like, I got work to do. We got the Senate. What yeah. are you doing? Joe, mm-hmm. I have a list of things I need you to do. <laughs> He's like, yeah. got it with him. And in case you missed this absolutely incredible anecdote, the mittens that 
Bernie Sanders, Senator Sanders was wearing were apparently mittens that are made from recycled materials that were sent to him, you know, that just came to his P.O. box. And he ended up, he's just the guy that like, all, all old Jewish men are like this. They get something for free and they're like, why would I ever need another version of this? This is it. This mm-hmm. is magnificent. I'll wear this till I die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're made of recycled wool and recycled water bottles. Oh, thank God. The, the Those man, poor sheep. The man is consistent. <laughs> I mean, and it's it's funny to see like when the Obamas came in too. It's like they are clearly just the cool kids, you know, the cool kids of the group. Yeah. Everyone's like really like, oh, they're here, they came, like, and they just look cool. I don't know, maybe I'm picking that up. I know, I it like so maybe cool. I was projecting, but it felt like they were all really happy to not have Trump there. And they yeah. were so happy to get to do the thing and be in their club without him. And we can talk about the legacies of each individual member of this club, but for <laughs> the moment it felt like they were all they were all both sides of the aisle very thankful not to have Donald Trump there. Yeah, I mean, we haven't had a, I don't want to undermine the 2012 inauguration because the mm-hmm. fact that we had a black president who was reelected is is amazing. But it does sort of feel like the last time we had a super exciting, anticipatory inauguration that we were genuinely looking forward to and happy to witness was 2008, that kind of excitement. Yeah. 2012 was amazing, of course, but I don't think it necessarily sticks with you the same way. And then obviously 2016 was was devastating. Yeah. So there was just so much anticipation and you could feel it among just everybody there. And it checked out the box. 2016, it's so interesting to think back to that because the next day was the Women's March. Mm-hmm. So it's just so wild to think back to that time and how like – he had his weird, sparsely attended inauguration. We get right out the gate, Sean Spicer <laughs> screaming. Uh, <laughs> that was day one. Day one. And then the next day was the Women's March, which, like, I went to D.C. for that and participated there. And it was such a crazy, huge moment, like the largest protest. Uh, it, I, I think it was the largest. Yeah, at the time, it, it definitely was. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's just insane to contrast, uh, the feeling then versus now. It is. Yeah. Vice President Kamala Harris was sworn in at around 1140 DC time. Let's listen to her take that historic oath one more time. Please raise your right hand and repeat after me. I, Kamala Davy Harris, do solemnly swear. I, Kamala Davy Harris, do solemnly swear that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States. That I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States. Against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Against all enemies, foreign and domestic. That I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same. That I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same. That I take this obligation freely. That I take this obligation freely. Without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion. Without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion. That I will well and faithfully discharge. That I will well and faithfully discharge. The duties of the office on which I am about to enter. The duties of the office upon which I am about to enter. So help me God. So help me God. I think that was... um... That all right at the end, originally on Twitter, everyone thought it was Obama, but it sounds like it was definitely President Joe. Biden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so great. 
I love it. It's so great. And it's I mean, so the good. fact that she got um, sworn in by Sotomayor, who was the first Latina on the Supreme Court. like, And Kamala, Vice President Harris got to choose who swore her in, and she chose yes. Justice I think Sotomayor. it was also just like, it really just like, it was so refreshing to look at this group of people and their families in this stage and see like people of color and like um just like diversity and like you know Kamala Harris's family like her her niece and her sister and her like her niece and her niece's husband like look like cool like like normal people like he was wearing they those are. like Dior One sneakers or something and everyone was like who's <laughs> yeah. this guy wearing Dior One sneakers like I saw Mina tweeted she like got back on she was like I can't believe my aunt just became vice president I came on here and you guys are tweeting about my husband's sneakers <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like it's, that was just like it's just like refreshing and like that moment yeah. was just like another moment that was like um oh sigh like okay what one thing is <laughs> Yes, I I felt that way. You know, funnily enough, like watching J Lo sing "This Land Is Your Land," I'm like looking around. And I'm like, okay, we're inaugurating yes. like a black South Asian vice president. Jenny from the block, a Puerto Rican girl from the Bronx, is singing at this inauguration. We haven't even talked about the poem yet, but we have this incredible young black woman about to give a poem. Like, it did feel meaningful in that moment, and obviously, we need to like back the symbolism of that up with actual actions that help spread equality for everyone. But the symbolism is important too. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. And I mean, we've said this before, but it's just so insane that we had never had a vice, a woman vice president or president in this country's history, especially when you look at just most countries have, maybe not most, but the countries that have, it's, it's quite, um, shocking and embarrassing yeah. that we hadn't. And we deserved this and we deserved it with interest. We needed, if this is going to happen, we deserve to have it with it being a child of immigrants and a black woman, a South Asian woman who has this incredible blended family. Yeah. We needed who's it with young? interest. Who's young? You who's know, young. who's young and cool and represents a generation of women who are tired of not having reached that highest office yet. And yeah, we still have to have a woman be president, but like there really is something cool and historic about Kamala. And again, like as you were saying about her family, the fact that she's a fucking stepmom and she yeah. got married later in life. And she yep. like I don't think we talk about that enough. Like she she represents a real change. Totally. I mean I don't even think 10 years ago, I remember when we were talking about, you know, running a woman or even after Hillary Clinton, the idea that a woman had to be like have a nuclear family, people always thought that would be really important to whoever ultimately became the first. And it's just such a delicious fuck you that that's probably not going to be the case. Do you guys feel like, so now that we have a woman vice president, obviously we just inaugurated our first, our new president, and we're going to give him a chance, but <laughs> does it feel like the path to a female president is a little bit smoother now? Do you feel like we've does this feel like it's a halfway there sort of thing or does it feel like it's just a parallel, really significant step? Um, I think that there's definitely a power to seeing her in the executive branch. So like watching her as the other person as a part of this ceremony today and like seeing her do that, I think, I think there's power to that 
image. Um, like that, that's how I felt. Is it, it was, it, it was like, oh, we've actually never seen a woman assume this leadership role and for her to do it in such like a graceful way. And to, I mean, like to look so amazing to be, you know, there is something about looking the part and stuff and she's so poised and she is so like emotive and expressive in her face and also strong. Like she really just, brought it to the table today in a way and I do think it smashed open the door yet again for Mm -hmm. women to get to the presidency I think yeah I think that in terms of people being like I think like I think this motivates a lot of women like I like because I know for for me I'm like personal like journey or whatever and if I see someone that I relate to succeed I get motivated. I'm like, oh, I can do it. I can do mm-hmm. more. I can do the same thing. So I feel like it's probably just going to drive more women and women of color to hopefully pursue the biggest dreams that they ever could have. But I also like, part of me is also like, you know, there was this, we, we've talked about this before, of this like idea of a glass cliff. And yeah. I'm like, not to say that I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that the president isn't a woman. Mm-hmm. But I want to be like, I'm glad yeah. that it wasn't a, like right now in terms of like, we need someone who can like save us. You That's know? such an interesting point. <laughs> and yeah. like, yeah. if they fuck it up, then it's going to be like, well, women, you know what I mean? Like, so that's why I'm like, okay. For anyone who doesn't know, the glass cliff is like this idea that basically like women tend to get promoted into like the highest place in a company right as the company is failing and then they inherit something that's not manageable and then like women get blamed in general for do it for like this woman gets blamed for destroying the business when in fact like the business was fucked up when she got it so like yeah it would be like messed up if we got like a woman in an office and then everyone was like people keep dying destroyed america you killed america which oh and they absolutely would they probably still will like if it's if it's Harris who runs. Yeah. That's such a good point. This is why Brian's the only man on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to hold that torch. You do it, man. You do it. I mean, yeah, I was re-watching her taking the oath just because I was doing a bunch of things when she took it. And you're right. I mean, she just she just was perfect today. She you saw yeah. her feel the weight of the moment and feel really tickled and struck by it, but also I mean, I would have been fine if she broke down, but also sort of steal herself in a way that was really relatable. Just we've all had those moments where we're just like really happy, but no, we mean business. And mm-hmm. I was just so relatable and incredible. And there's this really cute moment in the video where like Nancy Pelosi starts clapping too soon. And so does Elaine Chow, actually. Like Elaine Chow <laughs> is like right there, like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was Mitch McConnell's was wife, so outgoing transportation secretary. And there was a point where I saw her step, I think it was her stepson, like they're like Vice President Harris or like, like it was like one of those like yeah. final like moments. And you could see him in the back and being like, like oh. shaking his head. Like you, I can't see that he's mouth, what he's mouthing, obviously. Yeah. But like he's having like a holy shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you know, and because that's what, and that's what it him. feels like. It feels like a part, like it feels, mm-hmm. it feels like we know someone who could be there? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah, either that or like. I was like, or we're just in the swamp. I was like, am I in the swamp? <laughs> like, I realize these people I like I know that are now in the administration. I was like, oh shit. I was saying to my fiance, I was like, I think I'm in the swamp. I think I'm in it. He <laughs> was like, that's not good. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to President Joe Biden. 
Joe Biden took his oath shortly after Vice President Harris, and at noon, as per the Constitution, he officially became the President of the United States. I had posted something about Harris officially being the Vice President, and uh, my fiance came in and just trolled me and for three full minutes telling me that I was fake news, <laughs> which is his favorite thing to do. It's great for my, uh, my anxiety. Anyway, he spoke... <laughs> He spoke for 20 minutes, about 20 to 30 minutes about healing and unity. It was an incredible speech. Um, Joe Biden famously has a stammer that he has worked to overcome. And this was probably the most fluid we've ever seen him. And he doesn't generally struggle. Um, but this was by far, I mean, he's been waiting this speech for 30 years. Something notable in his speech is that he also committed to addressing issues of racial justice that this country has long delayed dealing with. And these are things that he clearly has a mandate to address when you look at who was responsible for toppling the dictator and electing Joe Biden. Let's listen to a clip. A cry for racial justice some 400 years in the making moves us. The dream of justice for all will be deferred no longer. A cry for survival comes from planet itself. A cry that can't be any more desperate or any more clear. And now, a rise of political extremism, white supremacy, domestic terrorism that we must confront and we will defeat. I mean, it's a big change from uh, stand back and stand by. You know, yeah. it's really nice and refreshing to hear someone <laughs> really easily condemn white supremacy which doesn't sound like it's something we should have to say you know yeah without being begged by yeah. a debate <laughs> moderator <laughs> it felt like a hallmark of the entire ceremony not not necessarily racial justice but inclusion and diversity a lot of the speakers were black um kamala harris was Vice President Harris was escorted by Eugene Goodman, who I believe is now the Deputy Sergeant in Arms of the Senate. Mm -hmm. He got a very well-earned promotion yes. after saving their lives and Vice President Pence's life. Mm -hmm. um, the speakers and the tone of the speech and the... I felt that deference was really given to, to Kamala Harris and the history that she was making. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. Amanda Gorman's presence there, she, she noted that she was also a descendant of slaves and to be a 22 year old, a descendant of enslaved people and to be a 22 year old up there. She's in, she's unbelievable. She was the youth poet laureate and her speech was the best speech of the day. Yeah, it was the, the, for it to come right after Biden's speech, which I really did think was good. And I think yeah. he said, I felt Incredible. particularly moved when he was like, I'm putting my whole soul into this because we've just had a president who's so selfish and who never would put himself on the line for America ever. And I believe when Joe Biden says like, I'm in this to be president for real, but her speech, her poem, sorry, <laughs> I keep calling it a speech, it is a poem. Her poem afterwards, I felt like the two together mm. were like really worked mm. to like seal this moment. Yeah. I just like, you know, this was another just like relief moment for me too, because it's like, we like, there's just so many things. It's like, we will have an administration that believes in science, mm -hmm. um, that believes that climate change is an existential threat to our, you know, human, like, like the world. And yes. that believes in science when it comes to the coronavirus. Like we are still, we, we are having the worst, we're in the worst part of this fucking pandemic. And we had a president who... 
like minimized it and lied to us about it. And now we have someone who actually is going to listen to the scientists and do the work. And we're going to be back in the Paris Climate Accord. Like, it's just like, oh my God, like, thank fucking God. <laughs> like, <laughs> How did you guys, uh, yeah, even watching the COVID memorial last night, I mean, how shameful that the incoming administration puts on that memorial because the outgoing administration at no point right? did. And we waited until there were 400,000 people to do it. It's just so shameful and embarrassing to, for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, it's shameful that Donald Trump was ever president. It's disgusting that he was able to remain president. We still need to figure out what to do with him to hold him accountable for the things he did as president. But it was heartening to see truly how diminished he's been over the past couple of days, beginning with that ceremony yesterday, because it was watching it. It was like, this is something that should have been happening this entire time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we have a real president again. And watching the ceremony today without him, it was perfect to have it without him. And like, he really just seems so small. And, like, there are so many things, like, it's this is similar to your point, Elise, about, how, like, there's so many things that he said in his speech that were, like, defend the Constitution, unite the country, stand up for America, like, those sort of, which were moving. And, like, yeah. that's what they always say. They always say shit like that. Like, but this time, totally. it's like, oh, my God, yes, let's unite. <laughs> yes, let's defend the right. Constitution. It's like, 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 that, like, we have just been, like, it's like, we've been in an abusive relationship, not to... Totally. And it's like, yeah. and now it's like when someone treats us like, when someone like treats us a little bit okay, we're like, oh my God, they're the best <laughs> yeah, person in the gaslit. world. Yeah, we've been As soon as somebody is like, this is the reality you're seeing is the truth. Yeah. You know, it feels supremacy shocking. exists. Like, it's real. The stuff, like, we need to confront these things. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I mean, I was realizing as we were talking that um, as I was watching, I was just so taken by everything that was happened that I nothing happened so far. Everybody is very safe. And I, I can't believe I stopped thinking about that during it. Like I just remembered that we were so nervous about that, but it was such a beautiful ceremony. And obviously the lengths that were taken to ensure that people were safe were pretty extreme, but I'm Mm -hmm. glad that. (laughs) I mean, I, yeah, I was watching them all like descend the stairs and just like, please don't fall, please don't fall. (laughs) Like, everything, like, like, because it was like, when Kamala, I was like, Kamala Harris is coming down with um, Vice President Kamala Harris. You know, why not say it? We're still, Um, we're still going to call her Kamala, but for today, I'm just trying to just take it in. Doug Elmhoff, right? Emhoff. Emhoff. We want to make sure we're saying his name right, because we're going to be saying it. Um, They weren't holding on to the railing, and I was just like, like, screaming inside like please someone <laughs> grab the railing competently going downstairs is kind of her thing though yeah so joe biden's staff immediately started moving into their offices uh while potus before moving on with the rest of his day started signing some papers he signed an inauguration day proclamation and signed notices about his official cabinet nominations um the president vice president and their spouses had like a cute little art history tour of the capitol <laughs> and now are taking on additional roles and responsibilities for today. And then there's like a fun primetime special hosted by Tom Hanks tonight. Yes. (laughs) They gifted and framed that photo of them very fast at the, like right after the inauguration, they're like, and here's a beautifully framed photo of five minutes ago. And I was like, Oh my God, where did you get that? Did you guys see that CNN's white house correspondent, Jim Acosta tweeted last night that when Donald Trump left last night, he took the pictures 
and the picture frames with him. When he arrived, the picture frames were empty. What you're supposed to do is add your pictures and then remove them. They took they took it all down. He they're on, they're the on eBay. Frame. They're on eBay right now. Those frames, but not the he, pictures. Nobody wants oh, those. No. Oh, we knew he was going to steal something. There was no way he was. If that's just the tip of the iceberg of the shit he took from that office, that he's not supposed to fucking. Have. Joe Biden's gonna get in there and he's gonna be like, "Where's my pen? Where's the trash can? Where is everything? Where is that bust of Winston Churchill?" <laughs> <laughs> There's no toilet seat on the in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be like Donald, did you take the Winston Churchill bus? He's like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. And it's like it's because no. he doesn't know which ones he even took. He's yeah. just grabbed them all. Winston, who? <laughs> I had this already. We already had this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also wanted to leave us with this hilarious clip of Boris Johnson. Re- Have you guys heard this? This is Boris no. Johnson reacting to the inauguration news. It's just delightful. Let's listen. I, I really congratulate uh, Joe and Kamala Harris on, uh, on their achievement, on their inauguration uh, today. It's a fantastic uh, thing for America. It's a, a, a step forward uh, for, the, for the country. It's been through a, a bumpy period. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, first of all, fucking Boris Johnson can talk. How does it feel to be the new dumb, ugly That's asshole? What I thought. <laughs> it's like you left the EU and then we had a pandemic and yeah. y'all have a new variant and are locked down. I mean, yeah. I can't talk. We can't talk. But I'm just saying, nor can I know. Don't throw stuff. What I'm saying is the one person I'm not going to take shit from is Boris <laughs> <far> Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> We got rid of our idiot. You still have yeah, yours. Yeah, exactly. How does it fucking feel? Now, spotlight's on you, babe. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that is our show. We will be back tomorrow and the day after that. I hope everybody mm-hmm. has an amazing, joyous evening. Until the end of Democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell-Smith. And this is the Betches Up Podcast. The Betches Sup podcast is produced by Amanda Duberman, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Sean Kilby. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Our podcast director is Sean Kilby. Be sure to follow us at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send your emails to SupPod at Betches.com. Betches.